Welcome to the Working Women's Channel. My name is Clara Capano, and we're gonna share the real secrets to success. Come on in. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Working Women channel, where we dive deep into the real stories of success for today's women in business. And today I have a very exciting guest. Lisa, I'm so excited to have you. You and I met through a kind of a mutual networking group. And you know, before we dive into it, why don't you just introduce yourself and tell our guests what it is that you do for a living? Uh, my name is Lisa Ruffholm, and I am a hair analysis specialist and a nutritional consultant. Yeah, I love it. And that was one of the things that I was like, ooh, this sounds so interesting. So we're going to dive more into that so people can understand a little bit more about the correlation between our wellness and what our hair can tell us about that. But, you know, what I want to do first is, you know, we we love to dive in and we know that the road to success, one, can look different for all people, and two, isn't always paved with a smooth surface. And sometimes there's a lot of detours in the road, a lot of obstacles. Can you think about a time in your life where you did face an obstacle and that caused you to maybe have to pivot or adapt into your journey for success? Yeah, I've had a few of them. Um, one that most can probably relate to is I was in the corporate world for four years. And we had to work 12, 14 hour mandatory days and it completely wiped me out. I got to the point where I hated to go to work and I would be nauseous, literally sick every morning. And my husband finally said, you know what, just quit the job. It's killing you. We'll figure out something different. And we've been struggling with infertility for a year. Well, I quit my job and the next month I got pregnant and I had four kids in five years. (laughs) So that was my first real big bump. But after raising kids for a few years, I got really exhausted. And I went to the doctor like everybody normally does. And they said, well, something's not right with your heart. So they brought me down to the heart center, did a whole lot of testing on me that was kind of dangerous and kicked me to the curb and said they couldn't figure it out. And I said, no, it's not in my head. Um, Luckily, my friend's mom had been doing hair analysis for 25, 30 years with the biochemist that created the lab. And she sent my sample in and called me as soon as she got it and said, well, your sodium potassium is so low, you can't regulate your heart. You're going to have a heart attack or a stroke. Wow. That was a big wake up call. Mm-hmm. I couldn't be super mom anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And I think, you know, for so many of us, you know, whether we're moms or even if we know we have a significant other or even at our jobs, so many times, again, we think we have to show up and be all things to all people. And we don't realize the toll that that takes on us physically, spiritually, and psychologically, and you know how that can then start to impact us. So when you were not feeling well, here it is, you're a mom with four kids, you're not feeling well. How did you keep showing up? How did you sort of, you know, fake it till you make it? Because so many of us out there are on, you know, bordering on burnout and exhaustion or have traumatic things happening and we still have to show up. Three things, sugar, caffeine. Mm -hmm. And I didn't allow myself to sit down because I would literally fall asleep in a kitchen chair at dinner. Mm -hmm. Well, those all sound like amazing ideas. (laughs) (laughs) I was desperate. I had nothing else that I could do, you know, Mm -hmm. and I I didn't know what what most of us go to is we just kind of shove it down and we mask it again with some of these 
stimulants, you know, I do them too, to keep us going. But again, eventually it'll help you in the short term, but eventually it's, it's going to wear on you. Yeah. Yeah. So people, they find another way out somehow and then it catches up. Mm -hmm. So as we're going through and kind of living on this hamster wheel of life, you know, tell us a little bit about this whole concept of hair analysis and how it works and why it's something that's, that we women should pay attention to. I mean, because we're talking about women in business. So I do want to talk more about you as a business owner, but also our health greatly impacts how we can show up in business. Totally. Um, the thing that I love about the hair analysis is this a science-based result. So it's not someone saying, well, let's try this. Let's see if this works for you. You know, guinea pig. I was a guinea pig with medical community. I, I refuse to do that to somebody. Um, it is what it is. They take their hair sample. We cut it at the root. And it's like a mini movie of the last month of your life biochemically instead of a blood test, which is like a snapshot Polaroid. So it tells you what's really brewing underneath and what's trending, what's coming up, what's about to come up, you know, and be an issue. Um, And it goes all the way down to the cellular level. So where everything begins, inflammation, disease, malnutrition, we're reverse engineering to the beginning. Wow. So in that manner, it helps almost everything. You know, obviously I can't fix a genetic issue, but we can manage it and make it better Mm -hmm with good nutrition and detoxification of the heavy metals. Well, and it's also just about the awareness. You know, one of the things that I talk about with a lot of my clients is the importance of self-care, because again, you can't give of yourself. You can't deliver the best level of service if you're not well. And this is such a smart thing to do, not just if you're not feeling well and wondering what's happening, but even before that, because when you can get in front of it, Again, you can manage it, possibly reverse it, you know, and again, put yourself in a position so that you can fully engage in all those aspects of your life, not just business, but show up purposely. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're making real change in people's lives, which is incredible. It's a nice um, sign in the road saying something's about to happen. Mm -hmm. So you can catch it, like you said, before it happens. I can look and say, you have way too much sugar in your cells. You don't slow down the carbohydrates and the sugar intake or the alcohol. Mm -hmm you're about to get pre-diabetic. Yeah. And I'm not diagnosing that. I can just see there's too much sugar trapped in your cell. Mm -hmm. It's a fact, you know, it's not my opinion. Look at it. So Mm -hmm. that's what I love about it is just blatantly telling you what it is. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So now let's flip back to talking about being a woman in business. You know, here you are, you're running a business. You were in the corporate world. You left that job. First, I want to talk about that for a moment because you commented on something where you said you were so unhappy. And, you know, you didn't want to go to go to work. And I know I crossed a road like that early on in my career where, I mean, I was crying every day in the car Mm -hmm. and it's easy to say, and I I love your husband for saying, just quit. We'll make it work because that's so kind. But let's be honest, that's not always an option for people. So if you are talking with someone who a friend of yours or someone who is just miserable at work, but they don't have the option to just cut and run. What would be maybe some steps to encourage them to do until they can get to the point that they can step away? I'm going to steer them to people that I know and trust like you and a few other ladies to help them navigate a different path because they have to leave it. Listen Mm -hmm. to your gut. We've become accustomed to ignoring our gut instinct and it's right. If we listen to it, it is right well before our brain and our heart. So if you're miserable, if you hate your job, you're like, ugh, I, I don't mind my job itself, but other parts of it are just, ugh. 
you need to change the path because life is way too short and nothing is worth your health and your happiness. Exactly. And you don't really realize that till you're older and you're like, dang, I wish I would have done things differently. Yeah. And now's the time. And it's not that every job is going to be perfect, but I mean, for, you know, I think when we're talking about those real inner ones where you're not in alignment and usually it's when it puts into question your value systems or again, how you're supposed to show up when you can't be authentic. Again, it does wear on you. And I know I developed health issues because of it too. And I think that that's something that we have to do is you've got to find some sort of exit strategy um, to work with it. So I love that. Now, being that you had four kids, you had a husband, you're running a business, you know, it's, there's this concept that today's woman can have it all. And I don't know if I necessarily 100% agree with that. I agree to it to the point as I think we have the ability to have it all, but sometimes it's at different times. And sometimes there's trade-offs that we need to make to be able to still maintain the harmony. What would you say are some of the trade-offs that you've had to make to be able to still be the mom and wife you want to be and also still show up for your business? Well, between the time that I quit that job and I started doing what I'm doing, I was a party light leader. So I went to ladies' houses and I sold candles and I got to get out and be with grown-ups. That was kind of my escape fun job, but I was still making a little income getting out. So I traded some family nights with my kids, but I was with them all day. And then my husband would be Mr. Mom. Mm-hmm. And he would get them ready for bed and cook and bathe them. Um, so there's a little bit of trade-off there. And it was to my benefit, thanks to him. Um, but you know what? Sometimes the house doesn't have to be clean. My house door is not open to pray to homes. <laughs> Nobody's going to see it. It's lived in. It's loved. Mm-hmm. It's comfortable. It's not a show place. I don't want to live in a show place. You know, just a nice house and it's comfortable. So mm-hmm. toys, whatever, it's okay. Take the time to spend it with your kids. and play Barbies or play video games with them more often because you can't rewind and get that time back. Yeah. And my biggest advice would be try to hire people to help you in your business. Don't try to do it all because you don't want to spend 10 years being a marketer on top of what you're doing and trying to learn a customer relationship management system mm-hmm. when there's someone that can do it in a third of the time. Yeah. And I think so many, so many small business owners are, you know, they love the idea of delegating out and hiring out. At the same time, we tend to be control freaks and nobody can do it as good as us. Or we're stuck in the cycle of, I don't have the money to hire someone. You know, any advice that you have for getting started, maybe some simple ways to get started in delegating some things out? Uh, First, you have to let go of the control. And it might not be to your perfect standards, but if it gets done, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It gets done. Um, and, and maybe to start real small, my uh, virtual assistant, just start a couple hours a week. Mm-hmm. You don't have to hire a full-time employee and jump full in and get a $10,000 loan for something. Just start real small and get a little help and build and then reinvest into your business so that you can keep reinvesting in help mm-hmm. and they'll grow with you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I agree a hundred percent. It's again, just start small and it needs to look the way that you need it to look. Again, you get to create your own rules onto how you want to make it work. And I think that's another message that, you know, women need to understand is I don't have to do things the way you do them. And you don't have to do things the way that I do them. We have to do things the way that are right for us. Yeah. And you know, I'm a little new in your Facebook group, but reach out to other women 
mm-hmm. and, and tell them what's going on and ask their opinion. Don't worry about what they're going to think or if they're going to judge. Mm-hmm. Say, what are you guys doing about this? Because that's what they do in the big mastermind groups. And there's a tab and great groups, but they cost a lot. And sometimes small right. business can't afford that. Reach out to all the women that are in business around you and say, how are you handling this? What do you do for this? I love that idea. And I think so many times we forget about the the strength that we have in our own inner circles or in our own backyard. And what I am finding more than ever is we want to help each other. You know, mm-hmm. again, it's it's not just about the giving the advice freely. It's when you're asking for help. I have found so many people are willing to jump in and share some of the things they're doing. And then you can take it in and decide how to make that work for you. But I think that that is such an easy and again, free resource to be able to connect. So I think that's beautiful. So I appreciate you sharing that. So in looking at being a working mom and again, having four, and I believe four daughters, correct? Four daughters and three grandchildren. Yeah. So what do you think are some of the lessons or maybe messages you have been able to send them by being a working mom? They can have it all in bits and pieces. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to look like something on TV. Um, I've always told them the Kardashians aren't real people. (laughs) Nobody needs to live that lifestyle. And, you know, um, you can admire things about people, but don't want to be them because you're special all in yourself. Make your own way. Do it your way. Mm -hmm. And nobody's there to judge. There is no grading system. It's not a race. Absolutely. So well said. It's just... Absolutely. So true. So when you're looking back at all of the things that you've been able to accomplish, what would you say is something that you are most proud of? Um, I'm really happy that I was there with my kids when they needed me to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really grateful that I got my health in order because I might not have been there for them. And that was a reality for me at one time that I'm not going to see them grow up. I'm never going to see a grandchild. Mm -hmm. I'm literally going to die because I've driven myself into the ground. And I put myself on the list after the cat box was clean. It it just wasn't fair to me. And it it had to hit me hard before I realized it. So I try to reach out to people before they get to that spot. And it's happening to men too. They're trying to be everything and do everything and be super this and that. We don't have to be super people. We just have to be ourselves. Uh, Yeah. And, And I think that that's really important, you know, and when you bring in that, you know, you put yourself after the cat box. You know, I see too many people doing that. And you're absolutely right until and unfortunately, it's mostly a health issue. But it's like until they get to that breaking point, they're not willing to make the change. And it's like, what if you could just get in front of that? You know, thinking about, again, not losing that time and and our health is so valuable. And that doesn't mean you need to sit around and eat, you know, grass or vegetable. It just means, again, take care of yourself. Appropriate rest drinking water, you know, movement. And it doesn't have to be a dramatic change, but again, you have to take care of it because we only have one body and this health that we have. And if we don't start listening to it, you know, it's nothing if we don't have our health, mm-hmm. there's, there's nothing to give and, and we can't accomplish anything anyhow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so another thing I really would love to have you give some thoughts on now, you know, I don't know your husband, but it sounds like he has been a great supporter of you in building your career and again, taking care of yourself. Now, some of our people listening, they may be married, they may be single, but the idea is we can't do this alone. But asking for help isn't always easy. So what are some of the maybe the the things that you have communicated to your husband, to your kids 
to be able to say, listen, this is what I need from you and to get them on board because not everybody has a support system that understands what they're doing or is 100% in their corner. Right. From the beginning, I told them this is going to take up my time. I'm not the mom that's available if you need your back scratched. Mm -hmm. Um, I have things that I have to do. And what I'm doing is I'm trying to build a business, A, to help people and pay this forward because it saved my life. B, I want to leave behind a legacy that I was able to make an impact on people and help them. Mm-hmm. And see if someday down the road, my business is profitable enough where I sell it, it's going to leave something behind for them monetarily. So we're all going to have to work together so that it's my turn in life because I gave my 20 years of raising kids to build something for me to give back mm-hmm. and also receive. So, you know, my husband is good about stepping up. Yep. I'll make dinner. I'll help. I'll do dishes. I'll run to the grocery store. The kids, I told them, I don't use all the plates in the house. You're going to have to do some dishes to help me out here, you know? So they understand it's going to take a team to build this business. And I've given myself to you. So now you have to give some back to me. Yeah. I had to ask for that though. Yeah. And I think it's, again, it's setting the expectations. It's not saying I'm never going to be here, but like you even said a couple nights a week when you were doing the party light, a couple nights a week, I need to be over here. And I think that when you can sit down and one of the things I encourage a lot of my clients to do is if they do have that significant other in their world or even their kids is when they put their schedule together for the week, share it with them and let them know this is what my week looks like. This is what I need from you. This is what I can give to you. What do you need from me? So again, it's that concept of we're a team because we're all going to benefit from this at the end of the day. So, you know, so I think it's really important that we have that high level of communication and setting expectations. So good. Excellent. Can't be open. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah, hard as a mom. A mm-hmm. mom don't want to ask for help. You're like, that's not what we do. We take care of everybody else. Yeah. And but I think, you know, when, and I think and you mentioned, you know, as you get older, you start to learn these things, but I would love to, you know, impart on our younger generation to, again, understand that asking for help is not a weakness. No, no, it's not. It's fair. They want help. You need help. But I don't know why we feel so unable to ask and shameful. It's not anything to be. We all need help at some point. Exactly. Yeah. And I think people need See, I used to feel bad. I'm like, I don't want to ask for help, but I love to give and I love to give. (laughs) And someone pointed out to me decades ago, a great friend of mine, she said, you're cheating people that want to help you from letting them feel good by helping you. Mm -hmm. She goes, how would you feel if, if you had someone ask you for help and you said, no, you would feel bad. You're making them feel bad for not helping you. Yeah. So it's a different perspective. It is. It's again, you have to, just as you want to be able to help others, you have to be open to receiving it and let them give that to you. So that's a really great way to look at that. So I know you have accomplished so many things and you're doing all these wonderful things in your current business. We know your journey is not done at all. So what is next for you? Um, I have been working on, and it just seems to take me a while, a course so I can educate my clients in a video course. So that we get more one-on-one time to troubleshoot. And I'm looking at doing some webinars to kind of educate people on things that we don't learn in high school and health class. um, That they really should be teaching everybody and then talk about importance of things like healthy, clean water. You mentioned water. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of contaminated water out there right now. And we need to be real careful with what we're drinking. And it's becoming a real valuable resource. Mm -hmm. So just hitting different education points to get to share the information instead of 
people having to search for it because there's not a lot of things that you can find easily that you need to know on Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just think the more that we can educate and inform people, then they have more resources to make the best decisions for themselves. Yes. I love that. In our power. We are our best advocate. Yeah. And our worst advocate too sometimes. (laughs) So we're focused on being the best advocate. So I love that. That is fantastic. Well, I know as some people are watching and listening to this, they are going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to find out more about maybe how they can work with you or where they can get more resources. So what is the best place for our listeners and viewers to find you? Hair, my website is hairanalysisnutrition.com. Great. And I have a great blog section on there with all different kinds of health topics from thyroid to gut to glyphosate roundup. Mm-hmm. And um, I give free cons- consultations to folks because I know when you're in that situation, you're like, I don't want to pay $200 to talk to somebody. And then they want me to just spend buku bucks to work with them. Mm-hmm. I've been in that situation with four kids and coupons. Yeah. Um, so I really try to have availability so that I can talk to people and at least leave them with a few tips that they can do to improve their health until I talk to them next time or they reach back to me. That's beautiful. And I just think, again, there's so many people, you had mentioned how you went to the doctor and they couldn't find anything wrong with you. And I think there's so many, you know, symptoms out there that people have, you know, fatigue, again, just having fogginess, again, just not feeling right. And those can be nothing or those can be everything. And I think, you know, you know, don't, don't just keep going, you know, if you're not feeling right, or if you have a history, or again, if you're just changing, I mean, I know I'm going into, you know, my fifties now and things are changing. So it's like, pay attention. And again, be proactive with your health so that you can be here to enjoy the rest of your life and, and show up energized every day. So it can be simple. It can be an electrolyte imbalance. It can be a couple of minerals are too low. Um, it could be a heavy metal toxicity, which I don't get into a lot of times, but those heavy metals drive people's behavior. Mm-hmm. So if they've had a change in behavior, all of a sudden they're just irate and irritable and crabby. They could have an iron toxicity that's brewing underneath, causing them to behave like they do not normally behave. Mm-hmm. They could have depression, which is a chemical imbalance. And you don't put a synthetic chemical in there because that's not what we're lacking. Right. We, we have a chemical imbalance because we have a nutritional deficiency. So we just need to reverse it back to where it started, put the natural things back to get the balance. Ugh, so fascinating. Lisa, I just, I am so glad that we were able to connect and, you know, I could just talk to you forever because I find what you are doing not only fascinating, but so important because again, our, as you said earlier, our health is everything. And your dedication to making people's lives better. I mean, you really are making a mark and I'm just, I'm so grateful for you stepping into what you are doing and really getting out there to educate us more so we can learn more about how we can show up better for ourselves, our families, our business. So, so much gratitude and just appreciate you being a guest on the show. Thank you so much. It's an honor. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. So thank you to all of you for following today's episode. We talked a lot about, you know, the importance of taking care of ourselves, the importance of communicating with those around us and the importance of, again, staying true to ourselves so that we can really work in alignment. So if you want to get in touch with Lisa, again, all her information will be in the show notes. And remember, you can catch all of the episodes of the Working Women channel on my website 
clericapano.com. Until next time, have a great day and stay successful.